And welcome to this week's edition of the Relevant Podcast, the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me is our editorial director, Kara Davis. Kara Baker Davis. Uh, Our managing editor, Tyler Clark. I don't have a maiden name. And last and least, our web editor, Jesse Carey. Thanks, guys. That really means a lot. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a little bit different podcast for us, as we're going to be looking through the latest issue of Relevant Magazine and kind of talking to you about some of the stories and interviews that happened. And then also we have um, a bit of important and sad Relevant news to share with you. Looking at the new issue, it's an exciting issue for us. It's a little bit different. Uh, Social justice in Africa is actually the cover story. We had a photojournalist, Jeremy Cowart, and a writer, Jenna Lee, there on the front lines working with Bloodwater Mission to uh, build wells and uh, work to provide clean blood for natives of Africa. Jenna brought this really awesome perspective to the story because she's one of us. She's in her 20s and she's passionate about social justice and especially this topic of Africa. And she went there and she walked in their shoes, so to speak. And, um, and she, when she writes the story, she's back home, kind of sitting in an airport at Starbucks on her laptop and just kind of thinks about the the stark contrast that was to where she was just you know hours earlier. It was, it's a really cool perspective, one that's really relevant to our audience. And Jeremy Cowart, who took all the photography, which is absolutely stunning. The cool thing about this is it's actually a sneak peek at a book that uh, we're doing with Jeremy, a photography book from Africa that's going to release in the early summer uh, 2006. It's um, it's just an amazing, it's amazing photography. It really captures the heart and the spirit of the people there. It was so hard just to pick a few photos running our cover story because they're all just so amazing. Yeah, he actually took over 5,000 and we had to pick like nine, which was impossible. And then that's why we wanted to do the book. It's just like, we've got to get the rest of these out there. So it's exciting. So look forward to that. Looking at slices, the lead slice is actually about the Johnny Cash movie that's coming out November 18th. The staff and I are going to get a chance to sneak peek it uh, tonight, actually. We're excited about that. Uh, we also have a profile with uh, Evangeline Lilly from Lost. We're big Lost fans, so we had to find a way to get into the magazine. I love Lost. I don't, yeah. And she's a Christian. But oh, yeah. That's why we chose her, but I guess we kind of outed yeah, she's her. she's a missionary. Um, she has a really cool story, actually, about uh, being a missionary and then becoming an actress. No, uh, she didn't give us any hints uh, about the show, so so don't ask us. We don't know anything. We have, you know, health stuff and counterculture stuff. And, and because it's a Christmas season, we actually put together a relevant Christmas gift guide. We, we picked a gift uh, that you can get for all the people in your life, like a, per, a gift for each person. Anything from a cool t-shirt for your boyfriend to sock monkey slippers for a little niece or nephew. But Cameron's favorite, of course is the Cubes Cubicle Playset by thinkgeek.com. Yes, I like it. And everybody needs to get me one for Christmas. The scene... The heck, that was a command. (laughs) (laughs) The scene, this issue is uh, Chicago. We actually have Jarrett Stevens, who's the pastor at Axis, uh, the young adult ministry at Willow Creek. He gives us a tour of uh, Chicago, what's happening there, what's going on, where to go, what to see, what to do. 
Also, um, the .com page actually uh, introduces and announces relevant TV to everybody. But of course, as a podcast listener, you've known about it for several weeks. Uh, it has the top 10 at the time of press, polls, and feedback of what's going on in the prayer room. It's a really cool page. And pictures of our staffers. Of co- Yes. The, the, the poll questions down the side, we had to reenact them. Um, and so... Basically, if you're on staff at Relevant, you're going to appear in the magazine. And you're probably going to end up looking like an idiot, too. That's just Tyler's pictures. Uh, no, I think I think Corey got the brunt of this time. <laughs> He's the guy with the pick of his nose. Uh, the Revolution is about Katrina victims and what's going on there and what, what we can do after the uh, TV crews leave, you know, not to forget about the, the people there that are hurting. And in the feature section, uh, the first feature you come across is actually called Killing Our Idols, Uncovering the Things That Hold Us Back. Uh, it's written by Blinda Planis. This was an important issue for us to cover because it's all about checking your heart and your motives and and things that can distract you from a true relationship with God. And it can even be your heart for ministry. She talks about um, how she was once so involved in missions that that became her idol. Um, and then, you know, it talks about, you know, materialism, anything that, things that sometimes you don't think about that can sneak into your life and kind of hinder a complete and full relationship with God. Yeah, it's a great story. Uh, after that, we have a feature on Love Drug, indie rock favorites Love Drug, who are playing here this Sunday in Orlando. Very cool band. Very cool band. I caught them out on the road a couple times this summer. The kids love them. <laughs> they love the Love Drug. Uh, we did a story debunking Christmas um, from Tardy Wiseman, Super Babies, and other seasonal inaccuracies. Uh, Jason Boyette, who wrote Pocket Guide to the Apocalypse and a bunch of our funny stuff, um, and the brand new uh, release Pocket Guide to Adulthood. Uh, Jason wrote a story debunking the Christmas myths. It's actually a great conversation starter. Everyone check out the online bonus. We got a lot of more material on the debunking deal. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't get Jason to shut up, so we put the rest of it on the website. www.relevantmagazine.com. It's great message boards, too. Yeah, that's what I hear. You guys know that, but... Very thorough. <laughs> on page 68 of the magazine, you'll find a story called Nine Things to Know Before You Hit 30, also written by the illustrious Jason Boyette. It's actually... a uh, original piece ad- adapted um, from his new book um, Pocket Guide to Adulthood but the thing I really want to point out about this piece is not the humor or the practical wisdom or anything like that the thing I really want to point out about this piece is the guy with his face in the cake on page 68 <laughs> yay that's me that's me everybody <laughs> and you got um, your 30th birthday cake without even being 30 right yeah, it's yeah. Actually, Kyle's, right? actually I got two of them uh we had, to, we had to, to do that that photo shoot twice. And the thing about it is I love cake. So um, after you've had your face planted in a cake, nobody else wants to eat it, so I got to take them home. That's, that's the story behind it. We also did a feature on the band Blindside, who just recently released a new album. Yeah, we, uh, I was out on the road this summer when the album came out, and we stopped at a Walmart to, to pick up the, the CD. And this was like the day it came out, and it was just in some podunk town. And the guy's like, you guys are the third guys that have been here this morning buying the new blind side. And he looked really shocked, but to anyone who knows the band, it's no surprise. I thought you were going to say Blindside was in that Walmart when he was buying their it. Own, they, see, they bought the, uh, the other was, two copies. All, all three of them, or four of them, just went in and, you know. The cashier was blindsided by all the... <laughs> but I'm ching hey <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I left it <laughs> We did a, a sit-down interview with Ka- uh, filmmaker Cameron Crowe, uh, which was a really interesting interview. Um, 
uh, talking about faith and his father and all that. Uh, you know, Cameron Crowe is behind Jerry Maguire and Almost famous singles and say anything and Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Vanilla Sky and of course the new Elizabeth Town. Yeah. Um, I, Cameron Crowe, I think, is one of the uh, one of the great filmmakers of our of, of our time. I think he would you makes say the, films. one of the preeminent filmmakers of our time? I I would I would go so far as to say that exactly that. The, what what um, was you, what, what, what do you guys think of the movie? Now that we've yeah, yeah, <laughs> drawn out. I yeah I I really I couldn't get over Kirsten Dunst act, yeah. acting, and I put acting in quotes. I, I just couldn't get couldn't get over it. It, it, to me, it was a lesser than Almost Famous. It was a yeah. lesser than, mm-hmm. you know. Garden yeah. Garden, yeah. yeah. But I still love Almost Famous so much that I don't care. Even though I agree that I wasn't a huge Elizabeth Town fan. You know, I was entertained, but I wasn't, I was a little disappointed. You weren't blindsided by it. Yeah, exactly. Only blindside blindsides me. We One of the features in the issue that really is... Um, uh, unique in this one is a really hard-hitting piece on divorce, especially divorcing your 20s. Uh, it's called Unanswered Questions. It's, it's actually written by Cameron Conant, another Cameron, um, who, not me, I'm actually getting emails right now, people expressing sympathy. No. Yeah, who, who read either the book that Cameron Conant wrote called With or Without You, or the article in 850 that we did a couple weeks ago, or they've seen this, and they're emailing me heartfelt, very vulnerable emails about their story because they felt that I would empathize and I feel really bad because I'm not the Cameron who went through this. Uh, I don't want to make light of divorce. I just don't know how to reply to these people. (laughs) Anyway, it's a, um, Cameron Conant's story is, it's crazy. It's, it's told more in depth in the book with or without you, but, um, this sounds like a really promotional podcast. I don't mean to do that, but this story is, is, uh, by him. It's kind of his story. So you're the Cameron that, made Elizabethtown then, right? We did also did an interview with R&B uh, star John Legend. He's so hot right now. Uh, he's he's so hot we put smoke in the picture. Smoking. He's smoking. Uh, it's actually a, a good story. Uh, we asked him, you know, kind of about the contradictions between his background in the church and being a choir leader and then some of the more sexual songs on, on his album. And it's just interesting um, the responses that we get when we ask those kinds of questions. You have to read the story to hear it. We're not going to give any away, but it's, no it's a saucy little piece. <laughs> <laughs> no, the next feature is a saucy. Speaking yeah, of saucy. saucier. Uh, page 88, uh, Christians at a Porn Show. It's it's the story of the guys from Triple X Church going to the Erotica LA convention. Um, you know, we've known about their ministry for a long time. We actually published a book. Oh my goodness, it's promo time. We published a book with Craig Gross uh, called The uh, Gutter. And, you know, this this piece, though, we didn't want to just do a little profile their ministry, this or that. Um, this is actually first person kind of recaps and accounts, almost journal entries from the team that went to this show about what, what they left with, what they saw while they were there, what really impressed them. It's it's a gut check. I mean, it's really, really interesting. Right now, they are, um, well, they've connected with um, Trinity, this porn star who is ready to make a change in her life, but financially can't do it. So the X church guys are raising money to help her move to Indiana, where she has some family and where she can raise her little girl in a safer environment and and she's going to go back to school and just start her life over. Um, if you want to contribute to that cause, you can go to triplexchurch.com for more information. And I think they have on just under like a week to do it in. Um, there's a slice up on the website about it, but uh, 
I think they're trying to raise like fourteen thousand dollars in about ten days. So yeah, and and Craig is one of these guys where he's like, let's not just talk about what we need to do as Christians. Let's just do it, and I admire that. Yep. In spotlights, we talked about a few bands: The Deers, Tristan Prettyman. Oh, she's not a band; she's an artist. Dennis and Whitmer, The Red Balls, and Esther Drang. I love Dennis and Whitmer, by the way. Uh, his new album's one of my favorite albums of the year. Lead reviews: Kanye West. We also tackle David Gray, David Crowder Band, Death Cab for Cutie, Rosie Thomas, uh, Pilot Drift, uh, Constantines. There's a whole bunch of them. Omega Watts, The New Pornographers. Well, that didn't sound very good. Elbow, Shelby, Regis Springer. <laughs> That's an odd list. Anyway, uh, book reviews. Um, there's a you know normal variety there, and then last word. One of the things that we skipped in the issue, but wanted to come back to, was an excerpt that we ran from uh, the book Reunderstanding Prayer by Kyle Lake. Uh, Kyle, as you know, um, by reading 850 last week and on our website, uh, passed away unexpectedly. Um, a week ago Sunday in his church service. He's a pastor of University Baptist Church in Waco, Texas. Uh, David Crowder is his worship leader. Kyle's 33 years old, has a wife and three kids, and was performing a baptism service in the church and um, actually died um, by being electrocuted. Obviously for an accident like that to happen is incredibly devastating for that church. And um, we were very close to Kyle. Uh, he's written two books with us. He's uh, he wrote Understanding God's Will, and then just recently released Reunderstanding Prayer. Kara worked with him very closely, actually, um, on those books, and you know the news just really blindsided us. Um, when you lose somebody, not only that you're close to, but that means so much, um, that really has something to say, who is whose ministry was really, really being used, and we felt was just, um, you know, we were just so excited to have the opportunity to partner with them, you know. Um, hearing news of what happened just is, is really hard. Um, it's, been, it's been a tough week in the relevant offices, but, you know, we know that God's in control. We know that God used Kyle mightily, and we're honored and humbled that his legacy, his message, his ministry will live on through these books. I mean, the printed word is permanent, and uh, we will do everything we possibly can to get it out to as many people as possible so they can all be impacted by his message and his life and his ministry. His writing was just great. It was casual and disarming and funny and incredibly profound. It was very practical in his application of, um, you know, of what he was wanting to say. And just really challenged you, challenged you immensely. Um, he will be deeply missed by us. Right that that morning, we put up a um, a message board where people could go and just um, leave their thoughts and prayers. And within just a few hours, we had hundreds of people who had who had checked it out and left different things. So I encourage everyone if you go to the message boards and um, it's you can kind of just see it's. I think it's a real testament to what kind of impact he had on people just to see the just the huge response of people that were affected david crowder was actually here in orlando in concert the night um that kyle died a couple of our staffers were there and you know david was obviously very um, moved and saddened by this kyle's funeral was last tuesday it was a very quick 
uh, uh, funeral, uh, we've heard that the reason why it was so fast was so the David Crowder guys could actually come back that day. They had a day off from their current tour and they could be there, which was incredibly important to the church. We send our prayers and our condolences to the church family and also Kyle's family. I mean, his wife and kids, when you're 33 years old, I mean, you're not thinking that your life's almost over. So I'm sure that this has been incredibly hard on them as well. One of my favorite parts about Kyle's first book, Understanding God's Will, is the appendices in the back. And he takes um, kind of cliche Christian verses and unpacks them. And like, what do these really mean? And he, one verse that he specifically talked about was Romans 8, 28. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And he acknowledged that that's like the last thing you want to hear when there's tragedy in your life. Um, but I think it's so cool that after his passing, we can go and see what Kyle might have said about his own death. And uh, of this verse, he says, Good does not always mean good by our standards. Instead, good by God's standards has to do with the continual process of becoming a learner of Christ, where our lives are being formed into people of humility, compassion, self-control, respect, patience, contentment, etc. It has to do with learning the very best way to live. If we open our eyes and our hearts during the most difficult times in our lives, then even in those times, God can bring about some of the most beautiful things within and around us. And for whom is this good being created? Does the good just happen on its own? It explicitly takes for those who love God, who are called according to His purpose. In other words, this good happens within those who have clearly and intentionally set their lives on the path toward becoming a whole life learner of Jesus. 99% of the time, it doesn't just happen. Life transformation isn't an accident. It's a deliberate attempt by those who love God to allow every experience into the interior of their lives and in the process, hopefully, see God's redemptive activity. Friendships restored, renewed reliance on God, an awakening to the beauty of life, clarity of purpose, renewed compassion for others. So in light of chapter 8, I would interpret Romans 8.28 as saying this, Disappointment, failure, and suffering are simply facts of life, but for those who are actively following God, He can turn disappointment and tragedy into new life. Kyle Lake was pastor of University Baptist Church in Waco, Texas. He will be missed. That'll do it for this week's edition of The Relevant Podcast, and uh, we'll be back next week with a shorter, kind of spruced up edition. We uh, have some new ideas we're going to try. So we look forward to seeing you then. See you next week. Relevant Podcast, anytime, anywhere.